Welcome to the Six Sad Society, stuff you won't remember next week. When did the world become so petty? I swear, the amount of story topics I have to bypass just to get to the real nonsense that you won't remember next week is staggering. Here's a short list of some of the dumb stuff websites are posting just to fill the space. Why am I doing the Donald Trump? <laughs> I don't know. I took my son trick-or-treating without my wife. Now she's refusing to speak to me. You've... That's a hack. My friend stole my newborn's name and gave it to her dog. She's ruined everything. Everything? Woman so distracted by Netflix doc, she ends up brushing her teeth with deep heat. You've been wearing your Ugg boots wrong and it's destroying them in the rain. How many ways can you put on, you stick your foot in a boot? It goes in the boot. It just goes in. That's all it's supposed to. You've been eating burgers wrong your whole life. <laughs> As experts say, there's a better way. Who the hell's an expert in eating hamburgers? Uh, uh, wimpy? Anyway, I digress. Coffee rant portion of the show over. Let's get you some stuff that you won't remember next week on this second day of November, which is National Men Make Dinner Day. Really? Really? We have a national... And, and there's rules... The main meal must include a minimum of four ingredients and require at least one cooking utensil other than a, <laughs> than a fork. The man does the shopping for all the necessary ingredients. Clean up as you go. Aprons are optional. Wow. Okay, men, you get on it. Today we talk about a new dating trend called spider webbing. We end the debate on where to store your eggs. British tourists complaining about too many Spanish people. In Spain, oh God, overweight air travel blackmail. Okay, welcome to the Success Society. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> so, spider webbing is the latest sinister dating trend you need to avoid. Experts reveal all. So, we've got some dating news that'll make you want to swipe left faster than a politician dodging a scandal. <laughs> it's called spider webbing, a tangled mess of toxic behaviors that'll leave you feeling like you've been stuck in a web and it's not fun, like Charlotte's Web kind of stuff. So we can turn this one off now, right? We're done with that one. Spider webbing is the unholy union of ghosting, love bombing, breadcrumbing, and gaslighting. It's a web of manipulation that traps you in a tumultuous and emotionally distressing relationship. I mean, come on, people. We're all looking for love, not a psychological thriller. So how can you tell if you're caught in a spider's trap? Well, one of the warning signs is if your relationship feels like an emotional roller coaster. If you're constantly experiencing intense highs and lows that leave you feeling uncertain, congratulations, you might be a victim of spider webbing. It's like riding the Coney Island cyclone, but without the thrill. Another red flag is love bombing. If your partner starts off showing all kinds of attention, they're showering you with gifts and romantic gestures, only to abruptly stop, then you're not dealing with a Casanova. You're dealing with a manipulator. And if they switch from hot to cold faster than climate change deniers, you're a victim of breadcrumbing. <laughs> which is a breadcrumb trail of false promises and mixed signals. It's like being led on a scavenger hunt with no prize at the end. 
But the creme de la creme of spider webbing is gaslighting. This is when your partner messes with your mind, making you doubt your own reality. They'll deny things they said or did, make you question your sanity, and even try to blame their bad behavior on how much they love you. It's like being trapped in an episode of The Twilight Zone, where up is down and left is right, and you know, you get it. Okay, so my advice to you singletons out there, it's simple. And this is for the Reddit people out there too, because we tend to, to spend time on Reddit as well. Um, your intuition is powerful warning is a powerful warning system. It's like a built-in BS detector. If your inner voice is screaming, danger, Will Robinson, it's time to raise your standards and get the hell out of that spider's web. And remember, open communication is always key. If you feel safe enough, address your concerns with your partner. Maybe they'll change their manipulative ways, but don't hold your breath. If they're truly caught in the spider's web, it might be time to cut your losses um, and find someone who doesn't play mind games. Just move on. Life's too short for that. So stay vigilant, keep swiping, and remember love should be a beautiful journey, not a psychological thriller. Next story. Or, or wherever it's going. <laughs> British tourist... <mo> <laughs> British tourist moans, too many Spanish people ruined her Benadrome, hot Benadrome, Benadorm, <laughs> Benadryl, ruined her holiday in Spain. Now this is an older story, I'm just seeing it today, so it's new to me, and hopefully new to you. So our next topic takes us to the sunny shores of Benadorm, where an English woman's holiday was allegedly ruined by what she describes as rude Spanish people. Now, I have to admit, this story has me struggling to find the punchline, but hey, let's dive in and see if we can find some humor in this tale. Frida Jackson, a retired care assistant, embarked on a two-week vacation to Spain, hoping to soak up the sun and have a relaxing time. However, she claims her entire holiday was made miserable by other sun worshipers who got on her nerves. Now, <laughs> I'm no expert, but I think it's safe to say that if you're going on holiday, the last thing you want is to be surrounded by people who get on your nerves. I get that. It's like going to a comedy show and being stuck next to the heckler. It's a recipe for disaster. But let's dig deeper into Frida's complaints. She mentioned that her accommodation was packed with local holiday makers who nearly knocked her over on occasion. Now, I'm not one to condone rudeness, but I have to wonder if perhaps Frida found herself in the middle of a Spanish version of bumper cars or something. It's a dangerous game out there, folks. Be careful. She also expressed her frustration with the hotel, claiming that it was focused and catered to the Spanish and that they should go somewhere else for their holidays. Ooh, I have never smelled such entitlement with such clarity. It is just impossible. Now, okay, I get it. We all want to feel comfortable and accommodated when we're on vacation, but let's remember, Benidorm is a popular holiday destination, and it's natural for businesses to cater to the majority of their clientele. It's in Spain, lady. It's, it's like, that's like Spanish people coming here and then going to like Brighton or the, the Lake District and they're like, ah, there's just too many English people around. They wouldn't say it in that accent, nor would they probably say that at all. Anyway, 
it's a it's a popular vacation spot. So it's like going to a taco stand in LA and demanding they serve fish and chips or something. Uh, anyway, sometimes you just have to embrace the local flavor. Now, in Frida's defense, she did have mobility issues and requested flat ground access, which the hotel failed to provide. So that's a valid concern, and I can understand her frustration. Nobody wants to navigate a steep slope when they're just trying to enjoy some sunshine and sangria. In the end, Frida demanded a full refund or a free trip. She sounds like an American woman. That's some, that's, she must be married to an American. That's an American vibe. But after some back and forth, she was offered 566 pounds as compensation. So she, her complaining got her a little something. It's not quite the happy ending she was hoping for, but hey, at least it is something. Now, before we go on this to the next story, let's address the controversy surrounding her comments. She claimed that she was wrongly labeled as a racist and insists her words were taken out of context. Look, I don't know this woman personally, and I cannot speak to her true intentions, but let's just say complaining that a hotel doesn't cater to English people might not be the best look. <laughs> it's like going to Italy complaining that there's just too much pasta in this country. Embrace the cultural experience, Frida. Embrace it. Anyway, remember when you go on vacation, try to keep an open mind, embrace the local culture, and leave your complaints at home. Because if you're lucky enough to be at the beach, you're lucky enough. Where the, where's the correct place to store your eggs? As an expert says, it makes them last longer. So this has been an ongoing debate. I actually just had this 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 conversation at a friend's house over the weekend, uh, over lunch, and yeah. So we're diving into this debate. It's confounded households across the globe. Where do you store your eggs? Fridge or countertop? So it's a question that sparked countless arguments and left breakfast tables divided. And fear not, because I found an expert with some excellent advice. See, that time that was the AI, so maybe I, anyway. So this guy is a, is a British doctor. Um, he's, he's actually a vet, I think. <laughs> but he weighed in on this heated topic, bringing his unique perspective from working with food inspectors during his doctorate studies. And according to this doctor, um, I can't pronounce his last name, so I'm just kind of leaving it, but uh, it's not necessary to store your eggs in the fridge. Doing so will actually make them last longer, though. That's right, the cold is the key to egg longevity. Supermarkets often keep their eggs on the regular shelves and not the fridge, in, at least in the UK. Um, seems like we just talked about this on the last week's pod, anyway. So why? Well, it turns out that the change in temperature when you take the eggs out of the fridge can cause condensation, which could increase the chance of salmonella. You take them out and you eat them, right? You don't leave them on the counter. But anyway, apparently nobody wants that, obviously. So the supermarkets make the call to keep them at room temperature. It's like a some sort of game of egg roulette. Um, if you want to be extra cautious, according to this doctor, Excuse me. Remember, buying eggs with the British Lion quality stamp is the best way to go. So the stamp ensures that the chickens that laid the eggs have been vaccinated against salmonella. It's like having a little egg superhero protecting you from the dangers of foodborne illnesses. So if you want to sleep soundly at night, look for the British Lion on your eggs, which you should find everywhere. But hold on a second. We're not done just yet. 
Just because you store your eggs in the fridge doesn't mean you can crack them straight into the frying pan accordingly. I've been doing this my whole life. I've never gotten sick, but I'm just reading what the article said and I don't agree with this at all. Um, so the sudden change in temperature could lead to a cracked shell or mess with the binding qualities in baking. So give those eggs a chance to warm up by taking them out of the fridge 30 minutes before you plan to use them. It's like giving them a little egg spa treatment before they hit the heat. <laughs> and if you're wondering where in the fridge you should store your precious eggs, the middle shelf is the golden spot. It's where the temperature stays the coldest and most consistent. Plus those lovely cardboard boxes they come in, they provide the perfect protection. It's like creating a cozy little egg haven in your fridge. So in the end, the choice is yours. You can get with this or you can get with that. This sucks, change it. Not the last story yet. I think this is the last story. La next story, last story. So I forced a fat man to pay me 123 pounds for taking up part of my seat on the plane. <laughs> this is going to spark all kinds of drama. So don't at me and start saying he said this, that, I'm just reading what I found. All right. So finally, we're discussing a story that is taken flight quite literally it seems that one passenger on a long haul flight decided to make matters uh, take matters into his own hands when faced with an uncomfortable seating situation what would you do in this situation leave a comment below he did he handle it with grace or in compassion hell no <laughs> picture this you're settling in your seat hoping for a smooth journey when suddenly you find yourself sharing your space with a passenger who let's say spills over into your seat you know, remember you know those people oh okay that's what they're doing so it's a challenging situation to say the least but instead of approaching it with empathy and understanding this passenger decided to play the role of a cash hungry airline enforcer <laughs> the story goes that our protagonist, let's call him uh, Mr. Uncomfortable, found himself pressed up against an overweight passenger who was encroaching on his seat. Now, it's understandable that Mr. Uncomfortable wanted to address the issue, but the way he went about it left a lot to be desired. He called over a flight attendant and demanded. <laughs> He's probably friends with that lady who went to Benidorm. <laughs> He demanded that the overweight passenger either purchase an additional seat or find somewhere uh, or find someone willing to sacrifice part of their own seat for him. Whew. Wow, that's tough. What are your thoughts on that, guys? Leave a comment below if you think that's that guy's out of line or if the, the airline should have charged him. So is there going to be some sort of new regulatory process where they ask you how wide you are before you can buy your ticket and then verify that upon arrival? Total fat shaming then, isn't it? Okay, so here's where things take a turn for the worse. Instead of finding a solution that would accommodate both parties, Mr. Uncomfortable sees the opportunity to make a profit. This guy's an American, he has to be. He offered the overrate passenger a deal. I mean, let's, let's make a deal here. <laughs> let's make a deal. Pay me $150, which conveniently happened to be half the cost of the flight, and he would allow him to stay in his seat. 
Wow, that is some serious extortion, right? So, of course, this sparked outrage among other passengers who witnessed the exchange. And I can't say I blame them. It seems like Mr. Uncomfortable was more interested in his own comfort and financial gain than finding a fair and compassionate solution. I mean, he did ask the flight attendant if he could find him somewhere else more comfortable. It might for him. You think he wants to be in your seat? Anyway, one Reddit user aptly put it, you just blackmailed this guy for being fat. <laughs> now, I'm not one to shy away from controversial topics, obviously. We've been shadow banned endless times, and this is like the fourth Instagram channel I've had to set up and the third YouTube channel we've had to set up. But this is a clear case of insensitivity and opportunism. It's important to remember that we're all human beings, and sometimes we find ourselves in uncomfortable situations that require empathy and understanding, demanding payment from someone who is already struggling with their own discomfort is not the way to handle that. So, Mr. Uncomfortable, I hope you're listening. Instead of being a butt of the joke, <laughs> try being the bigger person. Show a little compassion. Find a solution that works for everyone involved, and maybe next time you won't find yourself in the hot seat of public scrutiny. And for those of you seeking more humor and informative content, be sure to check out Sick Sad Society on Instagram or V3TV UK. Uh, you can also go to our website, www v3tv.uk. The website's in dire need of an update. I'm working on it, I promise. You can also search v3tv, at v3tv, search that handle. Uh, v3tv UK, I believe, um, on YouTube. And we're on Rumble for all of you free speech supporters. That'll keep you entertained and informed without resorting to blackmail. So until next time, this is Vaughn Joseph signing off. Stay compassionate, folks. And uh, that's it for today. And hit us up, and thanks for watching. Peace. <laughs>